Ooh, child. Okay. All right. I'm glad we're now back in our studio, our home studio. Uh, home studio? Yeah. Or my so. own home studio. I'll say that. You mean we ain't got Bob the Builder outside working on the truck? We do not have Bob the Builder outside, but I'm so glad that we're back in my lavish mansion recording. I mean, um, I guess. You've I... been treated very well since you've gotten here. <laughs> the acoustics just is all off. The acoustics in here. are great. Mind you. Oh, okay. If Many of the album so. have been recorded here. Oh. Um, must sound real echoey on that so, track. And that's fine. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead. We have a, too much to get into. We do. We so do. So we can't really waste time. Um, we have to get the weekend started. So I need some motivation. Okay. Hey, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> let's on, go ahead and start this show. No, not at all. Yes. All right. Cold pop. Here we go. Host Marcus Drew Steele. Co-host. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Don't um, get it twisted. And I'm Trent Rashad. Exactly. Don't, honey. Don't. Well, I mean, you were supposed to no. say, and I am your host, no. Trent Rashad Dunn. No, you, honey, you're the co-host. You're the co-host. Please. And don't get it twisted. <laughs> you are the rota. You know, <laughs> you know what that reminds me of. Remember that show um, on VH1? But Vanessa Williams was uh, what was it? The daytime divas? Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, that sounds like show. something she would say. Exactly. Not <laughs> you know your place. No. <laughs> you know your place. Put you right back. <laughs> I'm at the head of this table, co-host. Yes, exactly. Because I am the moderator. <laughs> you are not the moderator. I'm clearly the moderator. You, if I if we're on the view, I'm the Whoopi Goldberg, and Absolutely you're the Joy not. Behar. You are the you are Joy the, Behar is just has just as good standing as Whoopi. Does. I am Whoopi and Joy, and you no. are Megan McCain. Yeah. <laughs> that is back trying That is your role. You so, really tried it. Do not get it twisted. Do not be. You're mistaken. the Joy Behar to you my Whoopi Goldberg. You are not on my level. You never will be. No, do not. Do not compare yourself to me. Do not compare yourself to me. You're the Gail King to my Oprah Winfrey, sweetheart. Once again, you're the <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, how's it going? Uh, things are good. Things are fine. I am on the mend. I am coming out of a little... I was going through like a little something last week, but I feel like I'm finally coming out of that. Um, and because I am the moderator, let's go right into our <laughs> weekly recap. You are not the um, moderator. And I will begin. So I felt like I was going through like a little like weird place last week of just not wanting to do anything. You know, this is supposed to be Hot Girl Summer supposed to be getting our lives and everything like that and I was on my couch for the most part of the weekend I just couldn't seem to find the motivation you know I think there's some outlying factors of course contributing to that but I feel like I'm now coming out of it feeling a little bit more excited and motivated to go out and do some things um, I went out last Friday to a party at um, a state mm-hmm. met you and a couple of our other friends there that was actually pretty fun. I thought that, that was pretty cute. Um, I had a good time. Music was good. Lots of um, lots to look at. 
for sure. Mm -hmm. Lots of interesting outfit choices. Lots of cute faces. Lots of nice bodies. Um, I had fun. I was I was dressed very demure. You were. I yeah. I came in washed face, no makeup, <laughs> no hair pull back. Hair pull back. <laughs> I was like scrunchy on the wrist. <laughs> yeah, I was very um very. very like very just low level, I would say. I wouldn't say basic, but just low maintenance. Not, not on a low level a sleigh. Um, okay, I had on. Um, I was on. My, I had on a nice outfit. I thought. I thought you did, and I remember complimenting you, and I you said did. that you, I thought you looked very nice. I got a lot of compliments on my outfit, okay. so I was. Calm down. That was a. That was a. That outfit was a success. Yes. Um, For once. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> These, oh, okay, I'm not about to do this. <laughs> I'm really not. No, okay, come on. So, um, so that was my weekend mainly. I, um, yeah, I was. It was kind of a chill weekend for me. Nice. What about you? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. I'm going to just say. Um, I am taking life a day at a time right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I don't really want to talk about my weekend. Okay. And that's fair. That's fair. But I will say that I am, uh, I am taking, I'm taking life a day at a time right now. One day at a time. Mm -hmm. That's about that's right. okay. all I can say. I'm hoping that on a future episode, I will, um, I will be strong enough to okay. talk more, but strong right, enough. As of right now, I just I am taking life a day at a time. Okay, got you. So, listeners, please bookmark this episode because um, we will refer to it um, hopefully a few months from now. Maybe next season. Maybe next season. <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh God! <laughs> All right. Well, maybe next season. Hey, you know what? It is you have to laugh to keep from. Feeling other emotions. Right. So there'll be a lot of laughing today. Okay. All right. Hey, well, I'm all about it. So with that being said, let's move on to our brand new segment. Yes. Woo child. Okay. You see how I gave you the eye contact? But I thought we discussed that last one, week that you were going to say, three, thank you out. for, we're going to move over to our new segment entitled Woo child. So but I wanted to show you. So I could do that, okay. but I also wanted to show you that there's a that, now, I can way pick up an eight count. I could pick up a three, four count. Honey. A one, two, three. You see how I Oh well, we didn't talk beat? about that. Can we talk about that? What about our um our basically our making the band uh, viewing party? Oh, absolutely. That we had. That was absolutely. really fun. Yeah. So we were um hanging out earlier this week, and we. Got down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos, and we basically almost watched an entire season of Making the Band. 3. And it really made me want to go back and watch like season two of yeah. Making the Band. Yeah, it was it was real good. Like I feel like in a past life, Lorianne Gibson is me, and I am Lorianne Gibson. Definitely, definitely. I could I. And the thing about this is what I will say is that I definitely would have made the band. I would have made the band too. I would, and you know why? Because I may not have the best vocals. I can hold a note, Clearly. but I would have been the Shannon Bex. Like I can dance my ass off, and I can pick up choreography Don't do like, like that. that. Don't put Shannon but, out I mean, there like Shannon's that. Vocals Shannon is not, has a vocal. I, you know what? I could have even been a Don. I could have been a Don. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could have been a Don. All right. Well. You would have definitely been an Andrea. Okay, but the, Andrea can't dance, so don't do. 
Oh, please. <laughs> Do case not. In point. Oh, no. Case because in point. I'm joking. You would have been in right. like an Aubrey or Juanita. I would have been. I, you could have been an Aubrey or Juanita. I definitely would have probably been Don Richards. You think or so? Or Rashad. Don Rashad. I, I, I wholeheartedly think I would have been a Shannon. No, I'm going to give you a Tequita. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're giving me Denise. One more time for Tequita. Oh, you would have been a Denise. I would have not been a Denise. You're a nasty I'm attitude. Really nice. You would have been a, I am a lovely person. I would have been a Denise. Not been I think a it would be funny to see who we would have been on the cast. I yeah. probably would have been more of a Tequita, like having all the talent, but I just couldn't be serious about no, it. No, I don't see, I don't think that because I think like I've worked with you in like the entertainment professional space and like you, when it's time to get to work, you get to work. I come with you it. You come with it. So like I said, I think you would have been the Juanita because Juanita okay. was always, she was always about the business, but when it was time to show up and show out, she did. And she got okay. a lot of vocals on both albums. Mm -hmm. You know, she had a lot of leads okay. on the albums, and she could dance. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm and and I also that. give you the Don. I would give you the Don as well. Okay, I, I'm going to take that. Because both of them could dance. You could dance. See, I'm giving you I'm giving you props. Okay. But I'm, like I said, I'm not like, I wholeheartedly, I, I, I know, I'm not a lead singer. I'm but like you in a group, stop it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you oh about gosh. Melissa Fumero? This is so much fun. We stop really it. need to. Okay, so we really need to. I would have been a Shannon. A like we should do a um like episode that's just out there, like just like a one-off episode of making the band, like yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Maybe we should get like some former like castmates from making the band. Ask them where they are. Maybe do like a where they are now. I would. Love that would to. be really cute. And I mean, uh, you know. Diddy's bringing making the band back, so let me let me warm up my vocals. Go for it. I mean, I don't no comment. Don't do it. I I mean, if you want your two minutes of fame, go for it. I mean, you're not gonna have no career afterwards. Because Diddy's artists never really go anywhere. You said it, not me. No, I was just look. I I could tell what you were about to say. I wasn't about to say that. But anyway, Anywho. so stay tuned for that. But back to our Which segment I, I entitled. Got, uh, Woo chat. See how that worked right there? Okay, because That's we didn't have the eye contact. Go. But right. anyway. When you said entitled, so, so I picked up on the one, two, hit three. A couple of these biggest moments um in pop culture, social media. What what do you have up first? Uh well let's talk about the thing that's really been catching waves. Uh Nicki Minaj oh, and gosh. Trina, the baddest. Onika. Um, well, I mean, not even really drama. Nicki Minaj and drama with everyone. Well, she's not, like, because this is not her fault. And I see, I think that's the common misconception. Is no. That everybody likes to hate on Onika because they think it's popular, they think it's fun, and, they, no. you know, they think that uh, she's just this evil person. Granted, she's done some This not week so has cute been things. a lot. It has been a lot, but none of it's her fault. And, and they, like, okay. Trina admitted to that. Okay. So basically, Nikki and Trina, Nikki and Trina were pitted against each other because they recorded a song called Baps on Trina's new album, and everybody's been wanting a video. And Trina went on to Queen Radio with Nikki, and you know, Trina was like, "Well, when are we gonna do a video?" There was really jokey, jokey about it. And then I think it was Trina's cousin, uh, what was his name? Bobby again? Lights. Yeah, mm -hmm. got on YouTube and basically just came for Nikki. She always has something. Some to of say. her. Uh, I guess camp or whatever and was just basically saying that you know it's Nikki's fault that they haven't shot a video and you know Nikki has been avoiding Trina and not wanting to do the video or whatnot and so then Trina had to get on live or what I don't know where she streamed I guess she was on IG yeah she streamed on IG and was basically clearing up a lot of the mess and basically saying that 
you know, no anyone featured on her album is not to blame. And she was like, everyone featured on the album did it for free. I think everyone did for doing favor. it. And, yeah. barely, and she yeah, was saying that, that it was totally her camp's fault and her, you know, team's fault for doing bad business and not having their shit together. And was basically saying that everybody needs to leave Nikki, Nikki alone. Um, Nikki did her part. Nikki gave her a verse for free and was on the album and stuff like that. And it was Trina's camp's job to get all their affairs in order to get this video and stuff done. And it okay. didn't happen. So she cleared the air. She said, they're not beefing. Her and Nikki are cool. Uh, they have the utmost respect for each other and support. And the, la the last comment she said, she said, anybody who has any negativity can suck her, you know what, through a straw. Mm, <laughs> and I said, oh, well, okay. Okay. I mean, I get what you're saying. Of course, this might not have necessarily been Nikki's fault, but we can't lie and say that Nikki's stuff hasn't Nikki's name hasn't come up in multiple situations this right, week. Right. You know, so she had the thing with Joe Budden going on with Child, on Queen Radio where they're going back and forth. Then Joe Budden's some, going back and forth with everyone. All but you know time. what? I, so this is what I was going to say because I would have thought that too. But when you really think about it, Joe Budden has been kind of silent. For like he's been he's been quiet for like a little bit. I mean, I know that him right and, like him and academics were like for a minute. Like it was like whoa. And then but him now, and Charlemagne had a thing, or was it DJ Envy? One of them. They had a tiff. I can't a, remember, a but ago. I mean, Joe Budden's been you know he's been quiet for a little bit, and so this whole thing kind of come up. But it looks like it's been squashed now. And then her name with Rick Ross coming up. And now she's, uh, she also was attacking the Breakfast Club this week, basically saying that they've never supported her. They've always had, they like to have people come on the show and talk bad about her. She's just definitely had her name in a lot. And but I'm I, not saying that okay. it's all her, right. but it's just funny that the common denominator is always Nikki. And why is it right now about all of this? Like, can we not just focus on the music and getting the music out? I guess maybe that's what she's trying to do. I don't know. I mean, I think... I don't know. I don't have a comment. All I can say is woo child. <laughs> I mean, my thing is this. I, I want to see her be able to come back with music that we're all feeling, that we're all excited Agreed. about. I think Hot Girl Summer, that could let that be like a little taste and get a, like a motivator for us to get more and more records. Hopefully this thing that she comes out with... The, with uh, Trina with is going to be exciting as well but let's kind of take the let's take the light off of that it's giving me very Azalea Banks like every time I'm like I'm hearing your name it's always starting to be in some mess and I want it to be more associated with you returning with music that we all love right I agree so uh for me Miss Molly Cyrus mm -hmm. and Mr. Liam Hemsworth have called it quits. Mm -hmm. I can't lie and say I didn't see this coming. Um, you know, it was it wasn't a while ago that they just I mean they, they got just, married in December. They just got married, mm -hmm. and so it's like, well, wait, what's going on? What's really going on? Well, apparently they had been like separated uh, for a little bit now. So, and I mean, so this is well, not something that just came happened. Out yesterday this has been going on for a little while and i know that there was also conversations about miley's like fluidity and like so where she was on the spectrum yeah well i mean she's i think she's she's pansexual yeah or something something along those lines apparently liam and miley and then brody jenner and his wife all used to live or lived in the same neighborhood or whatever mm. and hung out 
or did whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. And so then, because the the rumor, not rumor, well, I mean, we had there's photos. Well, Miley we saw Cyrus the photos of her and Caitlyn. Is that her name? Caitlyn, yes. Who was Brody Jenner's ex-wife. Yes. And they're like kissing all on each other on some yacht or Getting somewhere. Getting it together. Yeah, so. Yes, out here popping. Very interesting. So, and if you haven't seen the photos, you can go to Cold Pop Show. We have the photos posted mm-hmm. um, there, so you can go check it out. But one of the things that I've found interesting uh, with a lot of these marriages and a lot of these relationships and I use relationships in quotes is like really what's going on it's funny that as the um, split was announced there was also a song to go with it yeah so she has Miley Cyrus's song called Slide Away Okay. Um, and so I, I think it's just funny like how these things come about and how it's always linked to the music. I'm not calling foul here. I'm not calling fake, but I just found it really interesting um, with, you know, with situations like this. I wish both of them the best, but what you said, woo, chow. Woo, chow. Right. I don't, I don't really care too much about that. <laughs> Good for uh, sorry for that. I said, I'm say good for them. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> nasty. Right, no, right. Nasty sorry bitch. for both of them, but they'll figure it out. Um, the other thing I have in Wu Chow, just an update. Um, ASAP Rocky was found guilty in okay. Sweden. So, um, you told me he wasn't gonna be found guilty. I didn't think that he would. I was hoping. I was really hopeful. So I think now they're gonna move on to like the sentencing or the charging phase. I'd be very interested to see what he's being sentenced. or what his sentence will be now that he's been found guilty and what they're going to try to do to maybe just get him some like probation or something like that but i don't i don't really have many more details on that but i can just say that he has been found guilty and so we'll keep y'all updated on that as we hear more a full mess full fully um what else you have well you know keeping up with the chrisleys or um it's not keeping up with it's the chrisley definitely not. it's what is it called chrisley knows best chrisley knows best Child. that's what and it you is call yourself a pop culture well i like keeping up with the chrisleys i thought that was cute okay but that's not the name of their show because the kardashians but and they don't even todd matter. and julie trying to keep up with the joneses instead of keeping up with the chrisleys they need to keep up with sitting, taxes right have not <laughs> been keeping up with their taxes and so uh, Todd and Julie Chrisley from the show Chrisley Knows Best have now been indicted for tax evasion and other Jesus. financial crimes like tax fraud. Um, this comes uh, after much speculation and they turned themselves in earlier this week um, after they um, after the charges had come forward. Now, to add insult to injury, as this is already not enough, there seems to be some confusion and some um, rumor spreading going around involving their oldest daughter, Lindsay Chrisley. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever watched the show, you see Todd and Julie, and it's mainly the three students, uh, not three students, but the three kids that you they focus three on. three stooges? <laughs> no, no, no. What? The three kids okay. that they focus on. And um, little do we know, or, you know, it's not really talked about, but there are two other children in the Chrisley family. Which I had no clue. There's two older children. And so if you see the little, um, the biracial girl that they keep, that is actually their son's daughter that they uh, keep. But he's not really heavily featured in the show. Mm -hmm. But there's also another daughter, Lindsay Chrisley, um, who's not heavily featured in the show either. Well... There seems to be that there is some separation from Lindsay and the rest of the family, and it seems to have taken a really nasty turn. 
as there's been reported some sex tapes that have come into question okay. involving Lindsay. And now that she may be trying, there might be an attempt at extortion from the Chrisleys um, in, in exchange for her testimony when it comes to this, all of this tax mess. Interesting. You think somebody's going to go to jail for this? So like, it's very, it's very like, it's, it seems like that might happen. And so they might be trying to pull it all stops. Of course, the Chrisleys are denying this. They're saying that they would never attempt to extort their daughter in exchange for, you know, sex tapes. They did put her on blast, though, as having extramarital affairs with two of the Bachelor contestants. What's that got um, to do with their taxes? Well, hey, I, you know, that's where I came into. Like, how are you going to try to put her on blast? It was right. very it was very nice, nasty. It came from... it. They made it seem like they were coming from a place of love. In the statement, they were saying, you know, we have tried to keep uh, the secret of her extramarital affairs with this person and this person a secret for years. And it was like, wait, hold on. Again, like, what's her extramarital affairs got to do like, with y'all not paying your taxes? Exactly. So um, it's it's very interesting that this all kind of comes out um, as they're going through this text. And I think anything to kind of take the focus off of them. Right. Um, Diversion. But it's just, it's, it's really sad. So basically what they're claiming is that Lindsay's been linked to two Bachelor stars, Robbie Hayes and Josh Murray. Um and saying that, you know, basically that one of the sex tapes involves her with one of those guys. Um, I call a foul here. I don't buy it that they didn't attempt to extort her. There's obviously some bad blood between them. Otherwise, she would not be so removed from them. Um, best of luck to Lindsay and the Chrisleys. Ooh, child, I hope y'all get it together. Woo child, for sure. Um, the last thing I have on the woo child for my woo child is... The state of Illinois is apparently, uh, the governor just signed a bill to mandate LGBTQ history curriculum in all public schools, um, I think for 2020 or for 2021, one of those two okay. years, I'm not quite sure. And people are losing their minds, honey. Shout out. People are going crazy. Apparently, not happy. No, not happy. You know, a lot of people, um, you start to see people's true colors hey. shining through. Um, and upset talking about how they don't want their kids uh, to be involved in this and talking, uh, learning. Uh, I guess I, I don't, I, you know, I really don't understand the, the thinking. Like, you do know that a lot of these people in history that you're already learning about were gay, right? Hmm. Like famous authors and civil leaders, civil rights leaders and people yeah. who held public, pu public offices and musicians, some of your favorite musicians. We... You do understand that a lot of these people were part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, I think it's I, what I think is going to be interesting. What's more so, hmm, I guess I'm just trying to figure out is it is there going to be curriculum that's going to focus on the um, like the rights it of says, LGBT people, or is it more so like you know are they going to just like start to talk, talk about people in history, be like, oh, and identify like this person was gay or... It says the law will require all schools in the state to include the role and contributions of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in the history of this country and the state in official textbooks. In See, the state of Illinois, okay. official textbooks. I'm a little nervous because I feel like there might be some people who will get around things like this. What do you mean? So, like, for instance, let's say, I think, like, let's say a teacher does a, um, let's say that they do a section or a, you know, part of their curriculum 
on, um, let's say, someone who was rumored to be gay. Like, uh, what's like J. Edgar Hoover? Mm-hmm. And they just talk about him, but they don't come out and like say anything about it's like, oh, well, we're actually doing what's in the curriculum. Like, this is a person who was gay, and we're talking about his contributions to history with no knowledge of like what he you know, of his relationships or anything like that, which I wouldn't expect them to. I guess what I was hoping to hear was more so about the movement of LGBT rights. And I think that's what this means, because again, it would be just hearsay if you're like, oh, well, somebody who was rumored to be, like if one of these leaders that you already learned about was rumored to be gay, like that's not actual factual, so you can't teach that. But I think this law is requiring people to, um, or requiring the his, like the history of Stonewall, like example. James Bond. Okay, so or like, like Stonewall. Marsha P. Johnson okay, and stuff. People okay, who now out that I could get behind. Yeah, people who were visibly out and like everyone knew that they were gay, but also doing stuff that were making contributions to not only the LGBTQ community but maybe to America as a yeah, whole. Yeah, that's what I would be looking. Yeah, more I so think for. that may be more along the lines of what it means. Because you I can't don't go need anybody trying to get no. around and being like, oh, well, we talking about right. you know, we're sitting here talking about James Baldwin. Um, and we're just going to talk about what books he wrote, but we're not going to make, you know, or Any Oscar Wilde. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Any of these authors, like, I I don't want people to try to, like, you know, swift around this. What was the name of that actor who, um, gosh, she was a white actor back in, like, the old Hollywood days. Rock Hudson? Maybe who it was who was, like, rumored to be gay, but, like, never officially came out. Oh, honey. Was it Rock I mean, Hudson? It was, a lot was it? Of, it was Rock Hudson. It was Cary Grant. It was. Um, it was one of the, the white James men who were like. Dean. I think it might have been James Dean. Oh, uh, honey, like, all the girls. <laughs> Again, like I said, y'all don't understand that there are a lot of actors, musicians, politicians, leaders who are undercover LGBTQ yeah. members but aren't publicly out. So yeah. I mean, like this is not anything new. So we'll see. Exactly Let Laverne Cox happens. tell it. Exactly. So. I just thought that that was very interesting, but people were losing their minds over that, and I just, again, it's a whole mess, but shout out to Illinois for pushing this law through, because I think this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, let's just make sure they also doing Black History, too. Well, that's, you know. Because <laughs> um, I know that that was not a thing when I was coming up. It's not a thing now. Is so, it? we need to make sure that <laughs> that's schools. also happening. It was not a thing when I was coming up, either. <sighs> But, okay, so that concludes our Wu Chow segment. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with our next segment. Real talk. So this is what we call an ad space. Yep. And your ad could go right here. So why not support Cold Pop Show and be a sponsor? Do you have an event? Do you have a business? Mm -hmm. Do you have something that you want to promote to the masses? Then leave an ad here. We're waiting for you. You don't need a lot of money, but we will take money. But you do need money. (laughs) But give us your ad. Give us your sponsorship. Yeah. Right here in this ad space of this break of Cold Pop. All right, welcome back. And um, this week we're going to do a segment that we like to call Spill. Um, And we're talking about something that may be relatable to a lot of people out there. And it it 
it what is the word I'm looking for? It deals with the professional space. It, it mm. deals with work. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of uh, friends and stuff like that, and just people that I've spoken to who are having a hard time trying to decide when is the right time to move on from your current job. You know, when uh, when when you think you've plateaued or when you think that maybe you're not learning anything else, that it's time to move on to something bigger and better. I mean, have you have you heard a lot of people talking about that or seen some experiences in that? I certainly have. I think one of the things that we have to recognize is that we're at the age right now of... Middle you age. Know, not, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg your but, pardon. But I think of being at that age of where expectations are starting to get bigger right. and greater... You know, we've been working. We've done everything that we're supposed to do. You know, I think as a kid, you've grown up. You've been told, hey, you go to school, get good grades. You go to college and you'll get a really good job. Right. Right. And so in that and understanding that, I think there is an expectation um, for, you know, after you've been working so long or you've been in the field for so long for you to have these expectations of, you know, I need to be doing bigger and I need to be doing better things. You know, once you hit 30, you're probably talking about looking at buying property. You might be looking at, you know, kind of taking the next step in your relationships. All or of just these putting things. down roots somewhere, you know. Yeah, I mean, and it's really tough in some cases where, you know, millennials who really are switching jobs like left and right are mm-hmm. not putting time into companies, are not putting time into where they're working at. Um, you don't have, you, you really don't have that, that kind of... Um, that stake mm-hmm. yet in, in terms of uh, being grounded in a certain position or career field. And so it's really tough to be at 30. You might have been bouncing and bouncing around, and now you don't necessarily have the, the years behind you to kind of request the type of money that you want or the type of role that you want or other things of that nature. Um, I think it's important to know that <laughs> I've said it before. I think we're an entitled, right. we are definitely, we're a very entitled yeah. Yeah. Uh, community. And I, I say that with love because I'm definitely part a of part that. of that. Yeah. I'm a part we of it. That. I've definitely been in, um, I've been able to do a lot in my very short years and right. my so expectations are growing larger and mm-hmm. I'm expecting for the needle to keep moving as, as I get more and more experience and right. things like that. And so, it's really easy for me to look at a job and say, oh, well, this is what, you know, I'm not getting this promotion or this is what you're going to pay me. Like, I'm out of here. And I think that sometimes people make jumps before they're ready. Right. Right. And that can go into, you know, you made the wrong move in a career and now you're in a job that you really hate or you're with a boss that you really dislike or you've now lost the job because you weren't necessarily actually ready to make that step and make that jump. So I think I agree with what you're saying and I think some of the the big things that you kind of the key points that you have to keep in mind are the facts that number 1 like if you're in a position where you think you may be ready to jump ship because <laughs> sorry you may be thinking you're ready to jump ship but you need to ask yourself like well, where am I in my job? Like, am I doing, number one, am I doing my job to the best of my ability? Number two, have I challenged myself, you know, and really pushed myself to do, go above and beyond in my current profession to make, you know, to, to get new things? Have I learned all I can learn? Do I feel like I'm plateauing? Are you 
producing the best results out of your team or, you know, in your department or something like that. If all of those things reign true, then it may be time to move on, you know, but if you still feel like you find an area where there, there could be some improvement or, some, or an area where you may not have the best numbers or may not have the best production or whatever field you're in, you know, I would, I would definitely challenge yourself to go above and beyond in that position first and foremost, you know, to make sure that you're getting everything that you can out of that position. Now, that's not to say that if that's if that's happened, then it's absolutely time to move on. But, you know, you have to take into account that, you know, what is the experience you have? Right. You know, and do you feel like that you've learned everything that you could learn in this position? Have you made an effort to, you know, reach out to learn more? You know, I mean, not just what's been given to you, but did you go and seek information that you may need in your job or your your position you know and are you doing the legwork to right. really figure out right. if there is a future right at, at that company at that company right. at that job in that role yeah um is there some could you aspire to be something greater within that if is it you know for so like instance for me i work in a really small team right is not as do i you know it's not a lot of opportunities for advancement and mm-hmm. that you know that's a hindrance and at some point i'm going to have to you know it's not going to be today, but at some point I'm going to have to kind of look and say, oh, well, maybe or you're just going to I'm as high as I can go yeah. or I need like what's yeah. next, you know, those types of things. But it's really tough to kind of listen to that and to hear that when you know you have certain goals outside of right. this job and this career that require finances, that require bigger titles, that require all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you have a, I, we say all of this, but. To be honest, if you have a plan um, and another year at your in your position at your job in this field is not conducive to that plan, by all means, She's honey, make stars. that yeah, make that next move. Um, that I mean, that's my thing on it. I just feel like it's really tough, especially now, um, being thirty of wanting to have. You know, I'm not the fresh out of college. You're not Scrapping, the fresh graduate like, who will yeah. take anything. Exactly. You have experience and mm-hmm. you have a bar. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I get that. You know, I I say all of that to say because just like you were saying, I've made that mistake before. I've jumped ship at a job and I, I don't want to say I wasn't ready, but I, I made, I jumped too soon. Um, and I didn't fall flat, but I tumbled down a couple of stairs before I found my footing, you know? Yeah. And so I learned a lot from that. But with that being said, you know, again, there's a lot to say about having a plan and, you know, really setting a goal for yourself and what that goal is. And the other thing you have to keep in mind is that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. Um, and you have and you're running your own race like you can't you can't concern yourself or, or get caught up in somebody else's race Amen. just because somebody else got that position at 30 and here you are at 32, still two positions behind. That doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means that it's not your race, you know, and it's not your time. Every, yeah, it's not your time. And everything happens in the time that it's supposed to, but you just need to make sure that you're putting in the legwork to get that done. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Oh, and to quote Carrie Bradshaw, I just watched this movie oh again. Gosh. The 20s are for making your mistakes. Your 30s are for figuring your stuff out. And your 40s are for paying for the drinks. 
Simple <laughs> as that. All right. And I feel like I'm in the phase now where I'm in I'm in my 30s. Thanks so now drinks. it's <laughs> okay. <bitch. laughs> I'm in my 30s. And so now it's time to figure some stuff out, you know? And I mean, these are real world problems. Like at 30, you are an adult. So like Definitely. where are you going to be settled? Is property in your future? What about relationships? You know, all of that stuff is a thing is our our pivotal moments for me or and things that I care about and things that I want is because in my twenties I've moved all over this country. I was mm-hmm. I've been out and about because I could do that. I was in my twenties. I was on a Yeah, I was doing a lot. I was out there, you know. Out there is right. And now at thirty, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I would love to settle down somewhere. I would love to um trying to get in there. Yeah, just a lot of things, but just it you have you have just keep all of that in mind. Yeah. All right, guys. So I think that that's enough. Let's take a break and come back with our um, what will we call this? Pivotal. I hate that word. You called it the signature segment last yeah, week, and signature. I did not like that. We, that's what we're going to keep workshopping that. We'll find some synonyms. We'll come back with our signature segment, fizz or flat, says the co-host. Hey, Cold Pop listeners, this is your boy, Trent Rashad. Do you have an event coming up? Do you want to promote your music, TV, anything? Use this ad space, this space right here on our show to promote whatever you have coming up. We have lots of listeners and we're diversifying that base every day. So use our ad space. Contact us at coldpopshow at gmail.com to learn how you can promote your event, your things for the better. Hey, ladies and gents, welcome back to Cold Pop. It's time for Fizz or Flat. So let's get it. What do we have first up this week? All right, let's see. Here. Actually, I will start. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to go ahead well, and start. Well, as the moderator of this show, I think it behooves me for me to start, you know, as the Whoopi Goldberg of this show. First up, we have... <laughs> We had the Coming to America remake. You really tried. <laughs> you can start coming for me, bitch. Listen. So, we had the Coming to America remake. Now, I've been following this slowly. Um, you know, I'm really over a lot of the remakes. I'm not here for nine times out of ten. I'm like all about original programming, original movies, scripts, getting new actors, all of those things. But this one is really exciting. So, Coming to America remake has been something that's been whispered about, and it seems like it's officially a go. They have almost all of the returning cast which coming back. Which is exciting. Which is really exciting. And I think that that, more than anything, has me um, really excited about this coming back. So, uh, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, John Amos. Um, even Vanessa Bell Calloway said she was coming back. Yeah, and she didn't even have that big of a role in the she first one. So I'll be very um, intrigued to see what she's gonna be doing. And now it seems like there's also gonna be some new faces in there as well: Wesley yes. Snipes, mm-hmm. Jermaine Fowler, Kiki Lane. Um, so some really cool, you know, new bright faces as well. Um, the plot is also kind of exciting. What didn't he say? The plot was that he they had a son. Yeah, and the son is like. They're coming to America to like. So there's visit a, his son. there's like a basically uh, illegitimate son in the involved, okay. and 
Um, for who? From Eddie Murphy's character? Yes, from Prince Akeem. When he was in Queens. So he slept with somebody else before he yes. met what's her name? Right. Before he ended up with what's her name? That's what it sounds like. Interesting. So it's going to be really interesting. And then I also heard that Leslie Jones is in the field. Oh, really? That'll and is playing the mom. Of oh, the, really? Of oh, the... <laughs> That'll be funny. So I'm really excited about funny. this. It's set to come 2020. This is definitely getting a fizz for me. This is definitely a fizz. That's exciting. That means they've already been filming. Then. Oh, yeah. So okay. it's it's coming. Shout out Eddie said, I'm about to give y'all movie after movie after movie. He yeah. said, I'm back. So okay, shout out. Yeah, that's a fizz for me. Um, on my fizzer flat, uh, long time coming. Uh, people have been campaigning, excuse me, campaigning for this on social media for maybe the past two years now. Missy Elliott is finally getting the Vanguard Video Award at the MTV Music Awards. Whoop, whoop. Um, Go Missy! A long time coming. Get your- I uh, this is definitely a fizz for me. I approve this, and I will be watching her ten minutes set. Um, the, <laughs> the question is: okay. Do you think she should have gotten this before some of the other award recipients? Certainly, she certainly should have received so it. So, who? At what point in this? Let's get a little controversial. At what point in this should she have gotten the Van Gogh Award? Definitely before in sync. Okay, what about Jennifer Lopez? Definitely. What about, did Lady Gaga get this one yet? I don't think, I don't know. What about Rihanna? Let's look it up. Rihanna's got it? Yeah, Rihanna's got it. Definitely before her. Rihanna got it the year after Beyonce got it. Definitely. I think Beyonce was the first recipient, wasn't she? Uh, Because it was called the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Because okay. they gave it to Michael Jackson, but I oh, think, I know they talked about changing the name. Are they going to change the name? I don't know. A lot I don't of think people they should. Saying that they could just leave off the Michael Jackson part and just call it the Video oh, Vanguard gosh. Award. Um, I believe Beyonce was the first recipient, or okay, let's see who was the first recipient. All right, the first Vanguard Awards were presented in 1984. This is okay before Wikipedia. it was re after it was re uh, rebooted. Okay, you want to after it was rebooted? Yeah. Okay, so after, oh, no, Guns N' Roses, Tom Petty, The Rolling Stones, R.E.M., L.L. Cool J, Beastie Boys. So, I mean, lots of people have went and got it. Nice. Uh, I feel like it was rebooted again, before. Okay, this is where I'm going to say. She definitely got it before Britney Spears. Okay. And Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake got it individually? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then he brought out it. Yeah, Beyonce. Kanye West. Oh, yeah, before all of these people. Oh, okay. So she should have received this back in 2006, 2007. So 10 years ago. Yeah. So she should have done. I mean, come on, think about it. I can't stand the rain. Get your freak on. Work it. Sock it to me. Freak. Freak. um, Gossip folks. One Minute Man. One Minute. I mean, all of these iconic videos. I, I just can't. I love Missy. I, there's a lot of iconic. What's your favorite Missy Elliott song? I go back to. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't even know. What is my favorite song? I know mine. I mean, I like One Minute Man. I, that's my second. One Minute. Ooh, I don't want. I don't need. I can't stand. Yeah. That's my second. My first is definitely I Can't Stand the Rain. Okay. I just. The beat. The visual. The beat is good. The, everything. The iconic trash bag suit. Yeah. That I see on Twitter. People throw it on trash bags and just playing in the rain. 
<laughs> I saw that one video, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, I can already tell you what song is playing. <laughs> I was like, there's no, no description. I also, there. you know what one song that I think is slept on? I really like Lick Shots. I don't know if I remember Time that to one. Lick Shots. Oh. Time to see you dance. Hey, you, why you frontin'? That was, um, that, that, one of her videos. Yeah, she it did, had that in there. It was like a prelude or yep. the exlude or something. Exactly. The song, the song, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that so, song. Nice, but this is a total fizz for me. I'm excited to see her receive this award. Certainly, finally. certainly. So it's the power of um, campaigning on Twitter. The power of right. social media. That's honey. it. That's so. it. Up next, we have Normani with the release of the motivation video. So really excited for this. Yes. Um, so just I think it was released yesterday. Yeah. Um, Normani. They released the song and the video like back to back. Yeah. So it was kind of coupled, packaged together. So she released this um, her new visual for Motivation, which is on her upcoming album. Um, don't know the title of it. I don't think it's been released yet. Okay, but it's. Uh, I watched the video and I'm thoroughly impressed. I love the video. Um, now ask me if I remember how the song goes. I couldn't tell you. I'm still waiting yeah. to like hear the. I need to hear the song a little bit more. But it's very nostalgic. It takes very you much. back to 106 and Park days. Yes, you see and Terrence and Roxy. Um, to a lot of different old 2000s you know, videos. I, it took me a minute to kind of realize because she had 1990. I was like, what happened in 1996? Oh, she was born in 1996. Right. <laughs> I'm oldest. Yeah. You were oldest. Um, so that was cute. But it does pay homage to a lot of the girls um, that came around that like 106 and Park TRL time. Early so 2000s. there's some there's some Beyonce nods. There's a, a Britney J-Lo Spears nod. nods. There's a J Lo nod. Sierra nod um, as well. Yeah, Marion nod. So I mean, there's a lot of different um, you know tributes and kind of um, you know things that are reminiscent of that time. The one thing I noticed in this video, um, and all these other girls need to take note. Uh, there were very few cutaways during the dance breaks. I don't know if you noticed that, but like they just let her dance and like she killed it. You know, I mean, th- I think that just goes to show you that every take she killed it. Like there are very few. She's, you know, defin- do- she's definitely a dancer. Yeah, yeah. My favorite scene by far, though, is the rain scene. When she did that handstand into the split, I said, okay. You know what? She's do here. you think that a lot of her moves are very sexual? Uh, I don't think so. I just think that she is doing a very good job of showing off not only her versatility. You mm-hmm. know, she can she can do the sexy. She can do the choreography. She can do the she's gymnastics. She's showing a lot more than versatility. Uh, I don't think so. I think she's I, showing a lot of good versatility. I mean, she's grown. Don't she get me is. wrong. She's grown and she could do she it. Is. But I was just like, this is very... A lot of these are very... Um, I don't feel like she does that all the time. Like, the way video okay, I do. very... I think sexually. I think Normani spends a lot of time on the floor. I don't think so. I do. I mean, she was literally only on the floor in that one rain shot. The rest, she was standing up. No, 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 no. A little split between the legs. There was a couple. Yeah. When? Where? There were a few times. Go back and watch the video. I've done my homework. Okay. I did mine too. Oh no. I'm just thinking of them. Like at the very beginning when she did the little. And I'm not talking about just in the video. I'm saying in a lot of things. Like I mean, and don't get me wrong, listeners. Please do not get me wrong. I love Normani. You're a hater. I'm just like okay. It's a lot of. Sexual on the floor stuff, but I'm here for it. I don't know about that, but I'm I love the video. I need to hear the song. I think it was a smart idea to release the song in the video back to back so that the song yes. didn't wave off. Like no, that's Hot exciting. Girl Summer is doing. Ooh, 
you know, Ooh. I think it's very important to go. give us that visual so to keep that Shade. momentum building. No okay, shit. just you know, you America's attention span is short. You know, well, so if you're not catching people's attention off the bat, you could lose them. This definitely gets a fizz from me, Normani, and I'm excited to see what projects come next. Absolutely. Fizz for me, too. Quick aside, I know you mentioned Ariana Grande's video. Oh, did you get a chance time, to watch and it? And I did get a chance to watch it. I was thoroughly impressed. See, I told you. It was cute. I was really happy with it. You yeah. know, actually, it was a little Mariah Carey reminiscent. It was. So from, I was like, oh. Uh, Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Yeah. I said, oh, girl. Okay, yeah. you really going for Mariah's name. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you really But it was cute, her. wasn't it? Okay. I was like, I was like oh, yeah, cute. I forget. She's, a, she's an actress said, she's when she wants really to She's really coming from Mariah. Yeah, but I like the song, too, though. I like the song, and I thought the video was really cute. I thought the boys were cute. So, um okay social house next up so dun 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 this jay-z and nfl partnership i don't even know what to say about so this. it was announced earlier this week that jay-z will be teaming up with nfl in a partnership that will encompass a couple of different things and so it's going to encompass some things with on the entertainment industry side of things but then also some racial um injustice awareness and this kind of, I think this rocked black Twitter for a little while, as well as other social media outlets when this was, um, when this first came about. So for those who aren't aware, if you've been living under a rock, you know, NFL has been in hot water for quite some time with their discrimination against Colin Kaepernick and not allowing him to play after he kneeled during the national anthem. So this has been carrying on for quite some time now. Even in the last Super Bowl, we had a couple of celebs um, actually refuse not to perform uh, when in, in the Super Bowl halftime show when they were asked or when they were approached. So Jay-Z is now taking on that part of the Super Bowl and helping choose the artists that will perform for the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, there's also a movement that he plans to be starting, or an initiative, I should say, there's an initiative that is planning to be started, um, and it's entitled something like "In Change." Oh, in, the Inspire Change Initiative, but it's a collaboration between the NFL and the Players Coalition um, to advance social and racial injustice. He was asked in his uh, press conference when this announcement, press conference, right yeah. when this was made, um, just how this kind of coincides with his previous support of Colin Kaepernick. You know, he's been very vocal about that in the past. He's even worn a Kaepernick jersey. He's turned down um, the Super Bowl. He's turned down the Super Bowl before and things like that. And he kind of made a, you know, a little comment about, I think it's time to do more actionable items. I think we need to move past just kneeling, but we need to do more things. One thing that I found interesting was he mentioned that he had talked to Colin Kaepernick and they said he before did. inking the deal. And Colin Kaepernick's camp came back and was like, that's nah. not true. So I'm just like, ooh, Jay, like, okay, let's get our story straight first. Right. And why would you feel the need to lie about something like that? What are your thoughts on this? Well I mean I feel like that was going to be the main question. It was like, well did you speak to Colin about this? You know, I mean you right. full support. Um the other thing I don't necessarily agree with is he said it was time to do some actionable items. I agree with that, but I feel like they were already doing actionable items, you know? Right. Protesting by yeah. boycotting the Super Bowl I and agree. boycotting like that, you know? you're By boycotting, you're forcing change, you know? Right. Which means that they're going to have to get on board because their consumer base and their audience 
is being depleted because the people that your audience want to see are refusing to do the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. or refusing to do these things. So I felt like that was the actionable item. And now I feel like you kind of, I feel like he kind of got in bed with the enemy um, for profit, I guess. And I mean, I, I guess it depends on how some of these programs go, but like it definitely is a 180 from what you had originally said. I would agree. I think it seems to be a little bit conflicting. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know where he's planning to go with this. I don't either. I know Kaepernick, who's also said that he's more than willing to come back and play in the NFL. He wants to. I don't know if this is going to be something that's coming down the pipeline that Jay-Z is going to try to bring forth. Um, I know that they haven't mentioned it as of yet, but I feel like that's the only way that this could kind of be made right. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think um, Colin Kaepernick has been posting videos on Twitter saying that like he's still ready to, you know, ready for the call, like, you know, for somebody to, you know, bring him on for a tryout or something like that. You know, he's in the gym every day. He said he's up at like 5 a.m. every morning in the gym still practices and stuff like that. And so uh, I, I feel like this was just kind of a little bit out of left field, you know? Um, Definitely out of left field. I was not expecting this. Yeah, I wasn't either. You know, I'll be, I, I don't really have much else to say about it besides um, seeing where some of, you know, this goes. Now, do I think artists should still boycott the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Okay. I still think artists should still boycott um, and I, what I'm afraid of is that, you know, I don't want artists to be like, oh, well, Jay-Z just signed this. So I guess I'm going to change my mind and we're good to go. Well, I think this, well, this is what I'll say. I don't think they should have that train of thought unless there are deliverables that come from this. Right. right. So we know that it's just, it's, yes, the part of the deal is entertainment, but then there's also another part of the deal that would has this inspire change initiative. And they're, Actual deliverables that come out of this, such as policies that protect players through freedom of speech and that they can't be, you know, um, that, you know, they they can't be punished or uh, disciplined for, you know, kneeling during a national anthem. Um, if, if Kaepernick was to have some uh, able to come back and sign with a team, any of those things, I feel like there has to be deliverables that come with this for them to want to change their ideas and to stop the boycott. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Fizz or flat for you? Flat. Let's get to flat for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay tuned. Like I said, I think that this could be good um, because I don't think the answer is just to be like, well, we never fucking with the Super Bowl or the NFL ever again. Right. But if there's things that come out of this that are appropriate, um, I think it could it could potentially be good for all all involved. I agree. I mean, again, I think time will just kind of tell about right. what exactly is going to happen. Exactly. So, okay. Well, I think that, that wraps up our show. Closing thoughts for you? Uh, <laughs> closing thoughts. Um, life comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. And you have to adapt. And you have to be flexible. And you have to take it a day at a time. That is my closing thoughts. Okay. Day at a time. All right. Uh, For me, I think it is don't knock it until you know what it's about. We always say try it, but don't knock it until you know what it's all about. Or maybe it's inform yourself. Right. Um, And so get the facts and then come um, with your judgment later. 
and this is more so just in terms of looking at this with the uh, Jay-Z situation. I, I really hope that things are, uh, are going to work out and be better, um, not only for Colin, but also for um, um, for, other, for other players that come down the road. Right. I agree. So... All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Cold Pop Show. Um, comment, subscribe, uh, respond to our IG polls. Um, like I said, we have a lot of um, interactive content on our IG story for Cold Pop Show. So be on the lookout for that stuff. Um, and then also don't forget to follow us on our social media. Yeah, you can follow me at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and at TrentonRD on Twitter. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MarcusDrewSteele with an E on the end. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and we will catch you all next week. See ya. Bye.